Welcome to the Business of Sport, brought to you by Sports Finder. Every week, our CEO, Ahmad El-Hali, and his co-host, Rob Yowell, founder of Gemini Sport, come together to break down the hottest topics in the world of the business of sport. Welcome, everybody, to our weekly segment on Twitter Spaces. My, my name is Ahmad El-Hali. I am your host, and my co-host is Mr. Rob Yowell. Rob, welcome to the show, buddy. How's things? Think, things are great. Appreciate uh, uh, getting together with you another week. And uh, yeah, it's been was a, certainly a crazy week since we uh, we spoke last, and a uh, lot lots going on ahead of us. But uh, certainly a, a huge week of sport uh, took place here in Arizona last week, and uh, we're kind of gearing up for you know round two. Is it? As we got, you know, the NBA All Star Game just around the corner, so it just doesn't stop. Can you believe it's it's already come and gone, Rob? Uh, yeah, because I can, uh, you know, I'm I'm reading all I'm reading all the recaps and the uh, uh, all the uh, complaints about uh, you know officiating and how good was the halftime show and. You know, uh, you know, we had a great golf tournament going on. We had great weather. Of course, it's raining. You know, raining today, so the weather held out perfectly for the uh, the week. But uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. Uh, you know, here in Arizona, we this is a time of year that's quite busy for us. As it, you know, we've got bowl games and 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 you know, auto auctions and and certainly the the waste management of a golf tournament. And you drop the Super Bowl right in the middle of all this. And uh, it just kind of tilts the world on its axis a little bit. But, uh, you know, it's great economic impact uh, for, for our community here and, and any certainly any uh, uh, community and market that hosts a Super Bowl, a World Cup or anything like that. So uh, we're not complaining. Um, it was just a little congested here for, uh, for a week. But uh, we have our city back and uh, uh, we're, we're much better for it. Awesome. Let's get straight into it. I mean, we can't go past the Super Bowl. I mean, there's a lot to talk about there. Let's start right up the top. Super Bowl TV ratings. They reckon 113 million people tuned in. Um, what are your thoughts? Is that what, what you what you anticipated, or you thought it'd be more? Well, no. You know, look, it, it's it's a uh, look. It's it, what is it? They said it was one of the what, top 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 five or whatever, you know, Super Bowls watched. Um, look, I saw, I saw a graphic the other day when that came out and, uh, you know, it, it compared it to the World Cup. You know, you know, again, oh. <laughs> again, you know, you want to feel a little inadequate, uh, you know, put your ratings up against how many people watch the World Cup final. Um, but, uh, look, it's, you know, you know, one's a world's game and one's a game that's uh, hopefully uh, expanding around the world. Um, look, it was, it's, it's, it was great. Um, you know, certainly, you know, great, great viewer numbers. Um, you know, I thought the broadcast, uh, was exceptional. Um, you know, just, you know, the, the halftime show was, was, was entertaining. Um, still got Prince as number one, but, uh, Rihanna did a great job, uh, with her show and, uh, look, it wasn't easy following last year's either. So, you know, I thought she did an exceptional job. Uh, but look, overall, um, 113 million viewers, um, and that's just the ones that we could count. Um, if you were, if, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, there was, uh, of all those households that were being tracked, there was more than one person in there watching. So, uh, you know, sure. so, you know, relatively, I think it was, uh, 
Um, you know, great showing. I know that my son was uh, watching with three, three or four teammates in his hotel room in Poland. So uh, on, on a on a laptop. So you know, lots of ways that this game was consumed, um, and uh, you know, certainly exciting game, exciting finish, um, and uh, you know, one for the record books uh, for lots of reasons. Absolutely. Speaking of Rihanna, it, it was stated uh, this morning actually that 118 million people tuned in for the halftime show. Yeah, more people watched the halftime wow. show than the game. That just, again, that, that obviously there's a reason, um, you know, artists like Rihanna are selected to do this halftime show because it's it's a it's the event within the event um, for sure. And obviously, we saw the production, we saw the the performance, um, you know, it's, you know, spectacular. Um, and look, you know, she's, uh, she's a global icon, you know, she, she's a global icon. I mean, music is a worldwide thing. And, uh, you know, look, a lot of people, ha- you know, hadn't seen her, you know, obviously she's pregnant and, you know, not on tour and all that kind of stuff. So to see, uh, to see her perform, you know, at the Super Bowl, that, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that were, could have cared less about the first half or the second half. They showed up for the halftime viewing and the numbers bear that out. Absolutely, and there was some, some, some crazy stats about the actual impact that she she had through her halftime show. Um, the numbers broke down where, like her her beauty makeup um, brand, saw an eight hundred and thirty three percent increase <laughs> in sales, and her songs seventeen yeah. of her forty songs were trending on on Spotify, and like it's absolutely crazy stats i mean yeah it just shows you guys to show you the impact that 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 this halftime show has well you know look it it there uh there's a reason that apple music paid you know 60 million or 50 million whatever it was a year for this halftime 50 show million, yeah. yeah 50 million a year for the halftime show uh, i'm sure their traffic was overwhelmed and you know you mentioned the uh their competitor got a little uh windfall of that too um you know rihanna is a is a businesswoman uh, for sure, and then so her cosmetic line gets a bump off this. I mean, her, you know, the downloads of her music, um, you know, getting a bump. So I mean, look at as much as this is entertainment, uh, it's business, and there, you know those those numbers, um, you know, make it pretty darn clear why um, you know why the sponsors doing it why the artists do it for free. They don't, they yeah. don't get paid. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, yeah. and in some cases they actually throw in a little of their money on, if they uh, exceed the production budget, which I imagine Rihanna's uh, elevated uh, hovering stage uh, setup was probably a little bit more than the budget may have uh, called for. But uh, you know, that, yeah, that, yeah. that's, that's the impact uh, that, that these artists are looking for. And, and look, we're, we're still talking about it, you know, three days later. I mean, um, so look, it was, uh, you know, certainly an exceptional performance and, uh, uh, you're, you're seeing the business side of it play out as well. Yeah. So the exact numbers were, it was a number, she was number one, most streamed artist globally. She had 118 million viewers tuning into, into the halftime show. She had 17 songs in the top 40 on Spotify. She gained 3 million Instagram followers and searches for Fenty Beauty went up like 833%. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Uh, that's a good. That's that's a good. Uh, that's a good. Um, it's a good payback for uh, you know twenty minute, twenty minute, twenty five minute performance, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and 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 last year, Dr. Dre, from from what from my research, they actually invested seven million dollars out of their own pockets for production. Yeah. So. You know, like these are all-time figures, I and mean, for them to spend this sort of money, it shows you that this really goes a long way, which is unbelievable because they're, they're huge as it is. <laughs> hey, look, absolutely, it's a, it's a huge uh, look. It's a huge production. It's a huge performance. It's become, you know, a, uh, um, you know, kind of must-see TV. Um, you know. We get we did get to see. Uh, I, I don't know if it was a, a global ad or a, or just a regional ad for us, but uh, uh, you know, U two U two's opening of the sphere kind of dropped into you know our fourth quarter uh, ad rotation. So uh, you know, uh, you know, another band that uh, you know has done a halftime show, um, you know, dropped in there. So, uh, uh, but you know, look, it's it's. Um, you know, curious to see who we got coming up next year in Las Vegas. <laughs> you don't think they're jockeying for position in that one. Uh, that one may be an all-timer. Uh, Las Vegas. But while people are talking about Las Vegas already, all I've seen in the last couple of days is Las Vegas, the next one, the big one. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well. What's to come, Las Vegas? Well, you, you know, again, uh, Vegas is just a different animal when it comes to events like this. Um, you know, the thing is, and you and I both know this, having attended events, uh, you know, around the world, but formula one in that marketplace may rival, um, a Super Bowl uh, in that, in that market. Um, so, you know, I'm real curious to kind of see what that looks like when that, that rolls out later, uh, you know, later this, uh, later this year. Uh, and then when the Super Bowl comes back, uh, in February there next year, that will be, um, there'll be some record numbers set for formula one as far as attendance and, and per cap hit and all that, that, that happens in Vegas for that, for that event. Um, Super Bowl will, uh, will have a, uh, a high target to hit and, uh, you know, just very, may well hit it. Absolutely. Um, we've spoken about all the great things of the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this uh, turf failure that, cost eight hundred thousand dollars and was being nurtured for two years to grow and so on what the hell went wrong yeah well you know i don't i don't i don't know um i mean i obviously we saw football games uh played on that field you know all year um you know it's a you know a unique you know not unique but it's a you know the the surface you know rolls in and out so they actually had that uh you know they grew that that turf here locally um I think at the end of the day, I think they cut it a little too short. Um, you know, the grass and, and, uh, you know, you're talking about, you know, 250 to 300 pound, you know, men digging into, digging into dirt and it gives away. And so I don't, just don't think the, the roots were, were strong enough. I think they actually, you know, kind of, they made it more like a soccer pitch than a football field. Uh, at the end of the day, because I think you needed to have the grass a little bit higher and all that kind of stuff. And, 
you know, look, it was disappointing because I think it did factor in a little bit to some of the performance. Obviously, we saw players slipping um, on, uh, you know, on offense and defense. And, you know, guy having not having your footing is is certainly unnerving for, you know, a defensive end that's trying to get around a, you know, 350-pound tackle. Uh, running backs and wide receivers making cuts, quarterbacks trying to get their footing. I mean, you know, kickers you know, trying to get their footing, um, you know, uh, you, you hate to see the field um, become a, uh, you know, part of the story. But, uh, I mean, I, you know, they showed that picture of all the uh, grounds crew at halftime picking up chunks of turf and stomping it in like it was a polo match. Um, you know, it was uh, wow. it was a little – it was, you know, certainly disappointing. Um, obviously, I think the NFL is uh, – because they're in a similar venue next year in Las Vegas that has the similar tray system. So – Hopefully they uh, they can fix that and rectify that, and uh, you know maybe they keep a you know some grass that actually has been settled settled in and used for uh, a couple games ahead of that instead of one that's uh, rolled out brand new and you know never been played on yeah. and it was like glass in some cases. So yeah. we'll see. It's, yeah, I mean it is what it is. Uh, let's let's move on to one one last point. Because I mean, we've been going on about the Super Bowl for a few minutes now. Um, the ads, which one stood out to you the most? Um, look, I, you know, I guess, I guess for me, I enjoy the ones that uh, I, uh, you know, I, you know, I enjoyed the Crown Royal because I like the Foo Fighters. Uh, I thought the one that certainly caught my caught my attention was the Tubi ad. Because I like, I think like everybody else, they turned around and said, "Who in the hell just grabbed the remote and changed the channel?" Um, and uh, you know, I thought, uh, you know, I thought that was that was good. Um, you know, I I, I did, uh, I, I you know, I, I like the uh, uh, what was what about the Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, one? the Dunkin' Donuts one with Ben Affleck. <laughs> uh, you know, working a little side hustle and having his having J Lo yeah. pull up. Like, what are you doing? Um, you know, look, I, I think every year they're 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 clever. Uh, they uh, you know they they catch your eye, um, but um, you know those those were a couple that 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 really stood out to me uh, this year. And uh, you know we'll see if uh, you know you know we'll obviously we'll start seeing them a lot more as uh, uh, in the in the sporting events here in the in the weeks ahead, but. Uh, yeah, those those are ones that uh, that kind of jumped out, and as you notice, you didn't see any crypto ads this year, did you? We even got a Jesus ad this year. Yeah, we got two of them. Yeah, <laughs> we got two of them. So uh, not only did we, uh, um, you know, get some some humor, we got some faith. So I guess uh, you know we uh, we best of both. We worlds. got the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, moving on to our next conversation. I mean. A couple of days ago, we had the Premier League and EA Sport announce a $600 million extension for their game. I mean, uh, I mean, in my opinion, because I know how many people play FIFA and whatnot, and you know, and are engaged in in these sorts of games, that, that's 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 still underpriced. So, so um. Because the level of engagement is ridiculous. I mean, it's it's a phenomenon. It's a phenomenon worldwide, from from what I see. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, well, first first of all, I mean, 
the uh, you know the Premier League and you know, they announced the you know their extension with MLS. I mean, obviously this is this is all extending from the fact that FIFA is off, and now they're kind of going yeah. on with the uh, you know EA Soccer F you know EA, was it EA yeah. EAFC or whatever. Uh, so they kind of they, they yeah. kind of moved off the the FIFA, and now uh, you know they, they you know in order to kind of have the uh, you know the the teams and the brands, if you will, you know, in the game, they're doing individual you know deals with La Liga. They've got UEFA, they've got uh, MLS, and obviously they've got Premier League. Um, so they're kind of getting a lot of the uh, you know the top teams, um, you know, into the game. So now that it's uh, you know, what was it, uh, 20 billion in sales over the last 20 years? I guess you can, uh, you got a little scratch to, to, to kick around here. So, uh, you know, EPL being the, you know, the, the king bee, uh, when it comes to, uh, the leagues, it's a, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a deal that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I guess when you break it down, I mean, you know, the Premier League's getting what, 97 annually. Um, and so, you know, the teams are getting, you know, roughly 5 million apiece. So again, you know, yeah. kind of, you know, for those teams that are in the Premier League right now, and those that you know that relegate down and relegate up, you know, there's a five million dollar payday just in the video game association, you know, that kind of comes with that. Wow. So, um, you know, not, before we even get to the obviously the you know the media, you know, shares. Um, so, you know, again, you know, we just we just see that, uh, um, you know, technology, gaming, sports. Um, you know, translates into to big business. You know, we these deals are becoming monopoly monopoly like money. But when you and as you to your point, when you look at them and you break them down, I mean, they're you know they're 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 on par. I mean, it's not like it's not like they're yeah. they're you know they're they're overspending, if you will. I mean, I think they're you know they're getting tremendous value. The the numbers of uh, participation and the revenue they're generating is justifying the spends that you're seeing out there. So, um, and I think that didn't, yeah. didn't, didn't, didn't they, didn't they, they did an individual deal with Wrexham so they could be in there. I mean, so that, you know, they, 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 they <laughs> look, they've been smart. They've been, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're watching what's happening around them in the game. And, uh, you know, here you are, um, you know, again, building a, a great title, uh, that is, is, is popular worldwide. And, uh, yeah. you know, the deal is you, you do deals like this to secure those assets and make your game the number one selling, you know, soccer game of all time, which they are. Let me ask you this. What, what percentage do you think of teams chosen in FIFA previously would have been Premier League teams? That, that would have been Premier League teams? Yeah, like like – don't know how every, everybody chooses a team to play with or yeah, a Premier yeah. League player yeah. in a team. I, I, I would say the bulk would would be Premier League teams and players. Well, yeah, I would yeah, I would say that uh, you're going to see a bulk of those just because of the you know the, look, the top players in the world are playing in that league, right? Uh, so you're seeing exactly. so you know if your favorite player is uh, you know plays on plays on Chelsea or plays on Liverpool, plays on Man City. Um, you know, you're, you, you tend to, you know, gravitate towards that team, uh, you know, but obviously we see, uh, you know, PSG is pretty loaded. Um, you know, you know, Barcelona's having a, a little bit of a renaissance going on down there. And, um, 
you know, you got some, you got some interesting characters in Syria and Bundesliga as well. So, um, you know, but the, you know, the best of the best tends to gravitate towards the premier league. And, and those are the, the, the monster brands in the business. <clears throat> and as we're seeing, you know, they're going for high prices when those, the, some of those, you know, elite brands are getting sold. So, uh, you know, look, I'd say over, over half of the, you know, participants are, are selecting uh, Premier League teams when choosing their, you know, home team of preference when they're playing these games. So, makes makes look makes all the sense to secure that league and uh, what's that? That's you know back to back, you know, you know deals of that of since that. 1998. Yeah, yeah well, since 1998. Yeah, so yeah. you've got uh, you know you 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 had this deal, you had the you know the NFT deal. So Premier League's on a roll. 100%. And that's why it's the uh, most engaged with league in the world, man. Every, everybody wants a piece, of, a piece of the Premier League. Yep. Um, let's move on to another league that's making a comeback. I mean, the XFL, the Rock. The Rocks League. They kick it off this weekend. I mean, you know, we thought we were done with football. And no, we just get a little breather and here comes here comes uh, XFL 2.0. Um and uh, so you know, again, excited to see what's out there. I mean, you know, you're you're seeing a lot of former NFL uh, players getting signed. Just saw you know uh, Josh Gordon get signed by the Seattle team. You got you know you know def- bunch of bunch of uh, you know quarterbacks from the uh, you know that have spent uh, some time in the NFL showing up on these rosters. You know, so, you know, again, you know, one of those things is that, you know, with two spring leagues now, and they're the ones that started first, you know, for this year, that is, and it's a comeback year for them. You know, they want they want to get some name recognition and they want to put a product out there that uh, that that draws draws viewers. And, uh, you know, look, I I'm going to be intrigued to watch. You know, I, I had my son try out for the XFL this year. And, and, uh, you know, so got some, some of the guys he knows are going to be on a few of those rosters. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see some of these guys play and see how they do. And, um, you know, the quality of football, you know, we saw some guys from the USFL get, get on, uh, to some NFL rosters this year. So, you know, maybe this, you know, gets some of these guys a step closer to, you know, their dream, you know, to play in the, to play in the, the NFL. So, Certainly. Actually, the Rock tweeted yesterday about that. He said, we, we look forward to having some XFL players one day playing in a NFL Super Bowl. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much highlighting that, hey, NFL, we're not, you know, your rival. We're, we're supplementing what you guys have. So, you look, you've got... If, if I'm going to look at the messaging there. Yeah, yeah, the messaging is... Look, the messaging starts, one, with, you know, the coaches. You know, you got NFL-caliber coaches. You've got... You know, league executives that that have XFL uh, that have NFL ties. Um, so you know the the approach and Rock's approach is you know he's not doing anything half-ass. He's doing it. He, he's all in. You know he's full bore on this thing. So he's looking to create a um, you know a league that one is you know looked at as real competitive football. Two uh, as a realistic. Uh, stepping stone for for players that are coming out of college uh, to to get to get more exposure at a at a professional level and 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 being a um, you know a stop between 
college in the NFL, or in some cases, a uh, chance for a player to, you know, bounced out of the NFL to come back and, you know, maybe extend his career for a couple more years while he's still got, you know, look, you know, lots of uh, soccer players look at the MLS as their uh, retirement league. You know, these global stars come over here and kick it for two, three years while they still have, you know, a high level of performance, but it's just not, you know, premier league level. They come over here and they, they play well and play, you know, you know, live a great life and continue to play the game they love. Um, you know, this is an opportunity for some of those uh, you know, college college stars. Again, given what we've seen the last couple of years with 60-year seniors and and and, and uh, transfer portal and, and all that, I mean, there's a lot of players that kind of got lost in the shuffle and maybe didn't get their opportunity because, you know, a guy that should have graduated two years ago got a got a COVID year and a and a medical exemption, and next thing you know, they're you know the guy that was next man in line is, you know, graduated without a chance to even take a snap. So, you know, those guys are looking for an opportunity to play. And, and these, these leagues, these spring leagues are great opportunities for that. And look, it's, it's, it's programming Um, sponsors, advertisers, you know, broadcasters uh, are all thankful that there's some, uh, some spring football to watch. Absolutely. And, and you know what? It makes sense because we've seen from the uh, Vince McMahon days that they were pulling in some t- some decent TV numbers. I mean, uh, from memory, some some games reached half half a million views. Yeah. Well, look, so, this league kicked off. You know, again, you know, for its second time, and this is now the third time this league's kind of come around. Yeah. I mean, those opening opening games, people were watching. Because you know, look, we're a football, we're a football nation, right? We're we dig the game, yeah. so you know that was one of the things that they were, you know, pushing, you know, during you know during last weekend is that uh, you know the NFL may be over, but football's not. We got the XFL coming right at you next weekend, so you know, here we go, right? And uh, exciting time, yeah. So yeah. I'm you know looking forward to seeing it, and and. Uh, you know, got some, you know, it's great. It's great for those markets that are non-NFL markets that get these teams, you know, the, um, you know, San Antonio's of the world, and the Birmingham's and things like that, that, that are hosting uh, these, these teams. And uh, yeah, excited to see, you know, how this all plays out. I mean, they're, they're doing a little different deal with the XFL, um, you know, they all practice in Arlington, Texas, and then the team's, then fly out to the home team markets for the games as opposed to uh, what the USFL did last year, played in one location, you know, trained and played in one location. And this year they've, they've got multiple locations, but they're kind of pooling the teams in those markets so that they all uh, play and train in, in new markets. Um, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting to kind of see how that translates. Cause it was kind of weird last year. You watch a Birmingham game and the crowd's full. And then Philly plays Memphis, and all the every, you got about five hundred people there because the uh, all the Birmingham people yeah. went home uh, after their game. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. you know, again, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, we're looking forward to kind of see the quality of play, and you know, there were some good games last year. Like I said, quality players, some some ended up on NFL rosters. I was very impressed with the with the facilities. Actually, I was I was following along in the preseason they had some pretty awesome facilities and the sort of training 
that they were doing in the testing and so on, it looked exactly like the the NFL combine. So it's it's crazy. It's crazy to see the level of effort and resources that, that are being pulled into this. Thing. Yeah, well, ab- absolutely. I mean, it's a um, it, it, I, I think there's legs to it. Um, obviously, Rock's a great face for this. I think it's uh, um, I have no doubt that we'll probably see some uh, some new franchises and probably ones outside of our borders, you know, that get on board. So yeah, I wow. certainly expect that. Canada. Yeah. 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 Hey, you know. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Well, it's damn near right. Canada. Um, so. <laughs> but, different, uh, but yeah. Different code altogether. Let's, let's go into NASCAR. Uh, NASCAR opens at Daytona. We uh, have a bit happening in, in that world or going to happen. What are your thoughts? Well, you, well, you know, again, the start, you know, you know, we're talking about how the NFL finishes with their Super Bowl. NASCAR yeah. starts the season with their Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. the Daytona 100 is the uh, uh, is their, you know, their biggest, biggest race. And that opens up the season. I mean, literally the teams have been dialing up the cars for this track and for this race, you know, since, uh, since their seasons ended, um, in November. And, uh, you know, they're, this, this is, this is the Super Bowl of stock car racing. Uh, so a little, you know, kind of an interesting juxtaposition of, uh, we finish one Super Bowl and enter into another one, just a different sport. Um, but yeah, it, look, it's, it's the, it's the big race. I mean, it's the, uh, um, you know, kicks off the season, uh, massive audience, you know, 250,000 people will be on the grounds in the stands in the, in the infield, uh, watching, uh, watching some left-hand turns, uh, down in Daytona beach. And, uh, it's look, it's, you know, having, uh, having been there myself and actually owned a NASCAR team at one point, um, it's a, it, it is the race, man. It is, uh, three days of racing with the trucks, the uh, you know the uh, Xfinity series, and and now the uh, and, and the Cup series, all taking place uh, where where it all started, you know, at Daytona Beach, and and so it's 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 a huge event, massive event, and and again, we'll it'll it'll get a big number on the on the viewership too. So uh, you know, Fox is uh, Fox is you know big on it, and it'll be uh, it'll be a big weekend. And uh, and again, you know, with the XFL starting too, I mean, you know, will kind of be an interesting uh, to see kind of how they how they line up with each other. See see if uh, Daytona uh, you know drowns out the XFL or whether the XFL holds us up, which I you know I think it will because I think there's always a football fan that's going to watch and and if you're a derelict like me, you got two TVs going, so you're watching them both. Interesting. I mean, just I was just pulling up some of the some of the numbers from the Daytona 500 in um, at the end of last year, and and, and I reckon 8.87 million viewers tuned in across all all platforms on Fox. So that's so I think we're we're working towards some some decent viewership numbers. Pretty pretty solid. So anyway, uh, let's see how how the XFL and NASCAR go head to head. Um, our, our last point is the NBA All Star Game. Um, big week 
for the world of basketball. Lots happening. What are your What are your key takeaways? Rob, you there, mate? Hopefully, they all heard me. Nope, we didn't hear you. You cut out there. Did we lose you? You're back. We got some uh, technical difficulties in the Australian sector. So, yeah, let's, moving into the world of NBA uh, this week, uh, we have the All-Star game coming up, All-Star week, with tons of activities happening. What, what are your favorites? What's, what's there to look forward to? Well, you know, we, we're just coming off the trade deadline. Uh, you know, so you, you saw the movement of, you know, obviously Kyrie to, to, uh, to Dallas. We saw the Lakers make a few moves. We saw, you know, the, um, you know, player movement, you know, all throughout the league. So now, now everybody's kind of geared up for their, uh, for their, you know, their playoff push. Uh, and we're, we're heading to Utah, uh, to, you know, for the uh, the mid mid season classic, and I mean, look, the N- the N- the NBA All Star Game is probably the, still the you know that and Major League Baseball are the till are the are the two All Star games that still kind of play. You know, obviously they're mid season uh, and they're they're playing playing a game. You know, obviously the NFL switched to flag football this year. The NHL kind of has some fun three on three. You know, kind of you know. Um, you know, round robin kind of situation. And, you know, you still get the, uh, um, you know, the NBA, they're, they're still playing. You don't play a lot of defense, but that's okay. You like these 150 to 152 kind of games and it's exciting. You're seeing some of the world's best, best athletes playing. So, um, you know, obviously uh, going to be in a market that, um, um, you know, is not known for its nightlife. Uh, which, uh, you know, you talk to NBA players that play in Utah. And when they go to Utah, Utah is kind of one of the few places where they just uh, – they kind of shut it down. They stay in the hotel, they play the game, and they get out of town, <laughs> you know. It's, uh, you know, yeah. culturally just a different different market. But but I will say it's a tremendously supportive uh, and loyal uh, NBA market. So, you know, the um, you know the Jazz fans are, are some of the nicest people you'll meet. Um, they're some of the most loyal, uh, you know, fans and, you know, they know their look, they know their basketball. BYU's always had a pretty good program. Utah's, you know, been to, been to some final fours and, uh, obviously the jazz, uh, under Stockton and Malone had some, some great success and, and Quinn, uh, great and, 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 you know, Quinn Snyder has done some incredible stuff with, uh, you know, some limited teams, you know, in his tenure there. And obviously they've, uh, you know, they got under new ownership. Uh, now and kind of made a lot of the moves in the off season, you know, shipping Gobert off and uh, you know trading off assets, and so uh, you know they were they were obviously a centerpiece in the uh, in the Lakers deal to get Russell Westbrook uh, out of L.A. Um, so <laughs> you know um, you know it'll, look it's always interesting because you know when you see, you know one hopefully there's no load management. I mean you, you got you you got some players that are coming in a little dinged up. Um, and you don't want to see them get hurt for the long term, but you do want to see them uh, perform. It's, it's a little bummer that you're not going to see Steph Curry, you know, in the three-point shooting contest. You're not going to see Zion in the dunk contest. Um, you know, those are, you know, a couple things you want to see. But uh, I think overall, it's you know, it's it's a fun weekend. You know, have, I've been to several of these in my in my career, so um, uh, you know, it's a fun weekend. 
um, for the players and their families. Um, you know, like like we just had the Super Bowl here. It's kind of a um, you know an, a, a great industry uh, time where you've got a lot of the uh, you know all the teams in one place. And so, if you're looking to do business with teams, um, it's a great time to you know get a bunch of meetings in your hotel room uh, while you're in Utah. So um, it's a, uh, you know, there's business going on. There's going to be some fun going on. And, uh, you know, you got two nights of, of programming with, uh, um, you know, with skills competitions, dunk contests, three-point shootout and all that, and then, then the all-star game. And, you know, it's a, and also, you know, one of the things I do like what they've done in, in the recent years is, you know, it's kind of putting that, uh, that futures game out there so you get to see some of the rookies and the second-year guys uh, out there playing that, you know, may, you know, some, some are obviously, you know, playing in the all-star game already, but, you know, there's some guys that the uh, league's smart to showcase their, their, you know, the, the next generation talent that's coming into the league. Um, so you get a, I get a full two days of, of, of NBA excitement uh, wherever we're all just everybody as a fan can, can root for, um, you know, root for their players and, and root for some, some fun action and, and not, you know, not have, uh, you know, n- not have it affect your, uh, your, your current standings. Absolutely. Sounds like a fun week. And on that note, we'll, uh, we will conclude our session. Um, thank you very much, everybody to who is going to tune in on our podcast and who have tuned in during our, our Twitter segment. Thank you, Rob. Always appreciate you. Thank you again for another week filled with insights and enjoyable conversations. Uh, I, I, I give you last words. Well, you know, again, just, you know, uh, last words are always, um, you know, just, you know, the fun thing about this, about this business is that, you know, week to week, uh, the news and the, uh, and the discussion points, as you will, you know, they create themselves. Um, so I'm sure there's there's deals you know, percolated in the midst that will will take place in the weeks ahead. You know, we'll we'll certainly be able to kind of talk a little bit about the, uh, the you know the XFL kickoff and and, and NBA All Star activities uh, this time next week. But uh, you know, I I anticipate more deals. I mean, uh, uh, coming down the pike, um, lots of exciting stuff, lots of interesting conversations that I've had on the global scale. Um, while while Super Bowl was going on and, and these last couple of days coming out of it. So there's some, you know, really some exciting stuff that's happening around the world. Um, so, you know, again, just looking forward to it. And, and, I, and I will say, you know, the shameless plug is that the Polish Football League does kick off on April 2nd. Make sure you tune into the nice. t- tune into those Titchy Falcons. I heard they got a really good quarterback from Arizona that uh, you want to keep your <laughs> eye on. So uh, shameless plug there, but uh, you know that's the fun thing is that you know football is a game that's that's starting to expand around the world, um, and uh, you know it's fun to kind of see these leagues, uh, you know, get to get a little bit of their shine. So uh, looking forward to that, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up next week. Absolutely, my man. Thank you very much for joining me once again and thank you all for tuning in we will catch you all next week take care very good take care thanks for listening to the sports finder podcast subscribe to our show for the latest episodes on spotify and apple podcasts and for more information check out our website at sportsfinder.com